0: Hello, everybody.
1: Turn this up in my headphones, Charles. This is my jam.
0: That's my jam. Going up. Hello. Everybody, welcome to a special emergency episode of the Friends Talking Fantasy Podcast. My name is Charles, and with me as always is my lifelong friend and co-host of the Friends Talking Fantasy Podcast, Dylan.
1: That's me. Yeah. Can you run that theme song back one more time there, Charles?
0: Only because it's an emergency episode and we have no other option. Here we go.
1: Emergency episode... Yeah. All right. Well, I do actually really want to get into this because this this is high priority, Charles. No time to fool around. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right.
0: Well, I cut it out. So, Dylan, can you just take over this for me and explain to everyone why we're here? Because you were the one that called this gathering.
1: Yeah. Well, I had to call the council which is just mm. me and Charles on the Friends Talking Fantasy And podcast. all you friends
0: out there, respect.
1: Yeah, respect out to the friends. or friends of friends, as we like to call our fan base. That's true. So we're doing this because I, while we've been reading some more of the rings right now and current recording time, I don't know when we're dropping this episode. It'll be much later, I think. I just couldn't help myself. I, I picked up The Poppy War by R.F. Kwong, and I couldn't believe how much I loved it. It's so good. Wow. I was just so enraptured by this book that I... I don't know. I I fired out a, a tweet. Yeah, I saw the I <laughs> you, saw the yeah. tweet.
0: I was like, "That's news to me." Like, Dylan's <laughs> <laughs> gone rogue, reading all these really good fantasy books.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Lord of the Rings is very classic fantasy, and at mm-hmm. heart, I'm more of a modern fantasy, especially grim dark guy. And this book, The Poppy War, very much hits those notes. So I was I was trying to get a bit of that, and. I just didn't know I would, I would love it so much. And I don't know, Charles. I, I, I feel like we have to find a way to cover this. And I, I, Right.
0: So I purposely have not even Googled Poppy War. So I know absolutely wow. nothing about it because I wanted you to explain it to me. When I saw that tweet drop, I was like, okay, Dylan's got some explaining to do. And um, we've been talking about doing these kind of mini episodes, these recommendation episodes, and and we figured this would be a good place to kind of start experimenting with that by having this emergency gathering. So Dylan, why don't you explain Poppy War to all those people out there that haven't heard of it, like me?
1: Sure, Charles. Yeah, well, the Poppy War is a story that draws inspiration from 20th century China, especially by the Second Sino-Japanese War. It mainly follows the journey of our protagonist, Rin, who is a war orphan from a war that took place before this book starts, who begins the novel in a house raised by cruel foster parents that want to marry her off to a much older man. And Rin wants no part of that, so she studies intensely for an exam that if she does really well on it, she has a chance to get into a place called Sinigard, which is an extremely prestigious military academy that people from Rin's impoverished background are rarely ever admitted to. And stories in part a school story and it's also in part a war story, unsurprisingly, based on the title of the Poppy War. <laughs> right. And so Rin's of an age where it could on the surface level be mistaken for a coming-of-age YA-type tale, but the content is actually really grim, dark, and violent, so I would not recommend it for <laughs> people who are looking for that. Actually, uh, Rebecca Kwong, the author, put it, and uh, I, I can't curse on here, but she, she used the actual word that I won't use because we're trying to maintain our non-explicit rating here. We're family-friendly here. We're family friendly. And the author put it, if you liked Avatar The Last Airbender, but always wished it were a little darker and more effed up, you might like this. Okay. I have a feeling there's a lot of people out there who feel that way. (laughs) All right. I
0: mean, yeah, I really enjoyed The Last Airbender. When it dropped on Netflix, I watched it, I rewatched it, and I thought it was quite good. I I would be very interested in a more mature one because for me i love avatar but it's also very clearly like a kid's move like a, like a show that was written for kids originally it holds up mm-hmm. for adults but the for idea sure. of entering more mature themes and realms sounds very appealing it's a great desk pitch <laughs>
1: elevator pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so to give some background on the author, she graduated with a degree in Chinese history from Georgetown University, according to Wikipedia, yeah. a few days after its release. I believe she was uh, in her early 20s when she was writing this. Wow! Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, she's a pretty impressive person from what I can gather. She's getting her PhD in... I don't want to mess that up because I I don't have that in front of me. But I know she's getting her PhD right now in a related field. And her knowledge very much shows when she's putting us in this setting, which is different from a lot of your typical medieval fantasy a la European equivalent setting. So that's exciting for a change of pace.
0: All right. So So. why do we have to – because (laughs) you're suggesting that we take our carefully planned Friends Pitching Fantasy schedule that goes through December – And your suggestion is that this book is so good that we have to kind of disrupt our schedule, push back Book of the Ancestor so that we can insert Poppy War into the reading schedule. You want to explain that to the fans and to
1: me? (laughs) The fans who (laughs) expect us to rigidly hold to our friends pitching fantasy, which we, I'm saying, let's still read all those books. I just, we've got... The Burning God, which is the third and final book in this trilogy coming out, November 17th. And I just want to be able to be reading it <laughs> while that's coming out and while people are talking you about You want it to be a timely yeah. release
0: so that we can read the third book right when it comes out and discuss it on a buddy read episode within two weeks from the drop yes. date. That's pretty fair.
1: And I wouldn't care about all that if I wasn't so obsessed with this book now. (laughs) And I've only read the first one so far. So for me, the number one thing in any fantasy novel is about characters. And when it comes to characters in The Poppy War, that conversation has to focus on Rin, the protagonist. I mean, the story... (sighs) Does such a good job of putting you in Rin's headspace, uh, her perspective that even though it's third person narrative, I legitimately felt like it had all the benefits that first person narrative gets you while still holding on to uh, the good things about third person. So I mean, you're right there in her head, you're dealing with all these things that she's dealing with and i think what i really really like about rin is the way that Quang presents rin she does this incredible job of balancing act of presenting Rin with as someone with that tenacity and ruthlessness of almost if uh charles i know you've read uh the uh broken empire trilogy right I'm Talking about you mark lawrence and and yorg we talked about he didn't he got mentioned in our favorite protagonist episode, but neither of us listed him as favorite protagonist because right. we felt like he, we really like this, like he's relentless. He will do whatever it takes to get what he very wants. Very mad of the right? fact,
0: very decisive, very proactive.
1: For sure. And Rin has that kind of relentlessness or tenacity, but it's balanced with this vulnerability in a way that, like yorg does not seem to have and no. it makes her feel so real so that <laughs> that yorg piece we love grabs all of that for rin but not completely lacking in empathy in the way Jorg often comes across and i feel like what we get here is someone who will move the plot forward and do all these things that you kind of wish a lot of characters that can be more passive would just go ahead and do and she also has that willingness to be ruthless when she needs to i feel like it hits even harder than it does in some of these other books with just like really straightforward almost anti-hero bad protagonists. Uh, not bad as in not uh, well written, but bad as in uh, they're bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she doesn't come off evil or anything like that, which makes it feel even it hits even harder when you see her make these almost Machiavellian and justifies the uh, means decisions. She's just willing to sacrifice whatever it takes to get what she wants. But you also get to see her grapple with the idea that she's feels like a real person who is making these decisions so some that moral stuff I, I think is is even more poignant uh, with her
0: wow so i mean you're, you're you're selling me on it i keep going back to this like avatar thing is it really a like avatar and in what ways is it like avatar
1: i think that it's like avatar in the magic system has some elements of that i, I don't mm. want to give anything away because the magic system has a little bit of a slow role, but it is a fantasy novel so there <laughs> there is magic mm-hmm. and yeah so there's some things about the magic system that definitely have avatar type feelings to it i think also the setting i mean uh, avatar obviously inspired by a uh, asian settings and uh, um, more i would of agree
0: with that Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's ever actually explicit, but it does even have like an anime kind of feel to the art style and everything.
1: Yeah. So I think uh, that's where a lot of that happens, and and maybe it's character focused in the way that Avatar is, but I'd say it's a lot of that that she's drawing on when she's making that comparison. I know she was inspired by uh, Avatar in some ways, or at least I think she frames it a little more like implicitly she was probably inspired by it because she really likes Avatar The Last Airbender but that's what I'm gathering there
0: okay well I mean I do like the idea of releasing an episode more around a timely release of a book and you know you 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 pitched a lot of books to me lately through the friends pitching fantasy Mm -hmm. segment but I think this one just came so charged it's like we it's like you know we it's like we have to read this kind of a thing where it was like you really felt that inspiration for this
1: yeah well I mean the characters are are first and foremost there I think there's other great characters I know I stressed a lot on on Rin there Uh, yeah I think some of the other ones especially there's a character named Alton that's I think so well written like Guang presents these characters kind of one light at first and you think you start to get a feel for what their deal is and then she lets these nuances come out when it feels appropriate and it. she does this job of almost like totally warping your perception of a character without it feeling like some sort of out, out of nowhere subversion it feels like oh I see why that side of this person huh. exists and yeah, all of that I think shows so much skill and willingness to make characters complex and kind of let the let the readers figure out for themselves what to think about the characters because all of them have this capability for good and evil in them. I think the the dialogue that they present too is is just super modern feeling and and fresh in that sense especially at least for me uh, we're reading the lord of the rings which is on the other end of that spectrum (laughs) and then these characters are are in this book the poppy war talking like how people talk (laughs) now more so and it's pretty fun reading that uh other than the characters though i do the pacing charles is incredible Uh, i mean I think you'd appreciate it a lot because they're
0: not like epically big. They're not like the name of the wind or something like no. that, or the wise man's fear
1: in their length. They're not or like yeah, the first one, the poppy war, is five hundred some odd pages, and I'll say it covers an amount of story that feels more typical of the amount you'd expect to get done in a trilogy wow but it never feels rushed in its pacing right which is and every step is
0: earned in the progression of it yeah that's not an easy thing to do
1: somehow she just finds this way to to give us each scene that we need and (laughs) just about nothing else and I think the only I I was trying to think before this if there's like what would be my issues with this book and you know we're not critics we're enthusiasts over here so I'm like I don't feel pressured to have to find anything and I I I really couldn't (laughs) and I I think maybe if you are someone who is used to things moving more at the pace that things usually move yeah. in fantasy novels, then you might feel like it goes too fast. It's a weird I complaint. It's <laughs> like, yeah, it'd be a weird complaint. There's I mean, too much happening know. in this book. <laughs> it's, I mean, because the thing is, it moves fast, but at no point does it I mean, is it like the landing
0: like on the to. reader, like Malazan no. can be, where it's like... No, no, no,
1: no. It's <laughs> way more focused. It's okay. super focused. It's written story, more than anything. And it tells a very complete story that takes us through so much more than, <laughs> I think, uh, most series. Because it, it, it finds a way to get you the important bits of this like school story part while also being willing to delve into the war aspects. And it feels like it would not be unusual at all for other series to really take time. Okay. Now we're like, we're at the school. I'll do the school for one book, two books, whatever. Um, this series, or or I'll say this book, cause I haven't read the rest of it yet it gives us what we need out of <laughs> every piece of it and moves us along and i really appreciate that that's
0: awesome i especially after reading lord of the rings i'd appreciate that too of like a lot happening fast clip modern language seems refreshing um and speaking of me let's talk more about me like <laughs>
1: let's like, talk about like, you, Charles.
0: like what about me specifically makes me need to stop and read this right away
1: you know uh, nothing nothing about you charles it's about me <laughs> okay. no it's about everyone so i was uh, <laughs> i think charles you do appreciate a lot of the you said in uh, i i can't remember what episode oh yeah one of our lord of the rings episodes i asked you hey do we need more stuff that kind of oh takes yeah that us was our two towers episode builds, yeah. And, yeah and you were like i don't know i always lean toward let's just give give us what we need and Let's go and get through it without rushing. Sure, And I think that you'll appreciate that pacing. I think if you liked Yorg, which you did I like those like things about Yorg, yeah. I think you'll, I think you'll like Rin even more. Cause I, I do like Rin more than I like Yorg. And I, I, I think that, Mark Lawrence's best protagonist, in my opinion, is Nona anyway, as I (laughs) mentioned in our protagonist episode. But yeah, I think you appreciate a character that's a protagonist that's proactive and just willing to take the steps that need to get done. And Rin from page one, basically just establishes that that's what (laughs) she's (laughs) like. Like she does not want to get married to this older dude and live her life like that. So she's like, okay, like, I will do whatever it takes to make that not happen. So she does. And <laughs> she carries that through and it's oh, it's so awesome. So I think you'd appreciate that. There's some really cool stuff explored about in the themes, like ambition and the costs of ambition, what you can get done with ambition and whether or not that's worth it. Interesting. It, it hits on these, I can't, I don't know if there's another book that, hits on these brutality of war ideas as well, either as the Poppy War does. I think, I'm trying to think what could possibly compete with this, and and it's not coming to mind. I think that uh, some of the...
0: Brutality of war, like Game of Thrones, kind of? or
1: Kind of, yeah. I mean, Game of Thrones feels like one of the first... That I know you kind of, of anyway, expect to really... it to be
0: violent all the time, really. It, it's like yeah. it's a violent world, you know?
1: Yeah. I think that Game of Thrones did an awesome job of taking some of these things that were well-established in fantasy, like these giant wars happen, and showing, hey, there actually is a human cost to this.
0: Yeah. I
1: think, I think the Poppy War hits that even harder per page anyway i'll say that it's maybe not over the whole course of everything that's out there in a song of ice and fire i can't speak for how people react but poppy war i don't know there's something about being so locked into rin's perspective and going through everything with her and getting some of these experiences of the the school setting which feel pretty (laughs) you know, normal in fantasy and then going from that toward the war setting that makes it even more jarring. Very
0: true, yeah.
1: Yes. So, yeah, that and then there's some really great stuff explored about oppression uh, there with Rin comes from this impoverished background. She's got dark skin, which is uh, not uh, there's something that you face a lot of discrimination for in the society that Kwong presents and uh yeah that and gender discrimination and and the ways that she grapples with these things and also uses that (laughs) tenacity to deal with them are are really cool to see
0: that's you know so i like your energy here and i think i'm excited to read the books um I, I think that, look, we, we had planned to read um, Witcher and um, Book of the Ancestor, and now we've come, you've discovered Poppy War, and I, I think it's important that whenever you, when inspiration strikes, you just kind of ride that wave, follow that energy. And it's good to have the release of Book 3 as kind of like the the focal point of our release schedule, and I don't see any reason why we can't make it work, why we can't have Witcher and then go uh. into Poppy War. And then, you know, we just have to push back Book of the, An- uh, Book of the Ancestor a few weeks and then we can have it all. Wow, you Charles! <laughs> we have time. I mean, we are recording super far in advance, which has been to our detriment for so long. But I think <laughs> we can throw some stuff around on the schedule, and we can go from having like a lot of safety episodes to having like no safety episodes, but more books out, which I think everyone will appreciate. That
1: <laughs> are you saying what I what I think you're saying there, Charles? I'm
0: saying, look, if we. We can ride the wave as long as you don't keep going on reading ahead without
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> I might even just reread the you War when we do that episode. We will have the time. We should have it's... the
0: time for it. I'm going to give myself time to read it. I usually yeah. give myself two weeks per book. That's how I like to no, read.
1: This is awesome. I'm super excited because, I mean... Well, look, you don't just Dear. call
0: an emergency episode every day. You know, this is unprecedented friends talking <laughs> fantasy history here. <laughs> so, to call this council uh, in these times is um, significant on its own, let alone this 20 minute pitch you've now given me and this tweet you blasted publicly under the FTF banner. So, it's like. <laughs> we... <laughs> you like that, Charles? I I put something out there. You didn't I, even tell me been... I found it on my notifications of like people liking a tweet. I was like, What happened? And then it was like, Oh man, this series is really good.
1: <laughs> I'm like news to me. We have to cover it on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wink wink nod nod. So <laughs> Dylan said without consulting his co host. <laughs> this could have been it. I mean I would have if if not us actually doing a buddy read of it, I at least just wanted to talk about it and, and throw it. Yeah, much support for sure. I and I think we're in a it.
0: position now, we're so far ahead that we can read that and catch up and be a week ahead by the time the third book comes out and we can be super current in a super timely position. And I'll have read the series that you highly recommend. I mean the last time you came at me with this kind of energy was King Killer. And I really enjoyed reading King Killer, so I would be crazy not to read it. And I don't want to like wait several months, like after, just like into January, to read it when the energy is here and now, you know. So it's like, yeah, let's make it work. Well,
1: you're preaching the choir over here. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> let's read the and, Poppy War. And
0: so it was decided we're gonna fit Poppy War into the schedule. How, when, where? We will figure it out. Um. We'll be sure to announce it super early so that anyone has time to read Poppy War if they want to catch up on the buddy read. So be sure to check out the Friends Talking Fantasy website, check out our reading schedule, um, check out our social media. We'll announce the dates and stuff as we make changes to our existing script. So
1: awesome! Yeah, I did it. Should we do this it? This is unprecedented. There's uh never Un- we've never
0: unprecedented.
1: <laughs> this is out of control. This copy
0: <laughs> war business better live up to to uh, my expectations now. <laughs> You're gonna love it. Uh... I'm very excited. I know it's gonna be good. Uh, <laughs> these recommendations don't come lightly. I would say. I mean, we like a lot of books, and you always come to me saying you read stuff and it was really good. But I could tell from what's been happening these last this last week that this was something that we would that I wouldn't want to miss out on i felt yeah. kind of bummed i was like man you read this without me how are we ever going to get it into the schedule but i think we can make it work
1: oh yeah no i mean i i i didn't know i'd get this into it because i you know i read other stuff while we're doing this and i'll say oh yeah mm-hmm. this one was good okay like that kind of stuff but i don't know i just i i can't remember the last time i was reading a, a novel by a new author that i got this excited about like new author in terms of i haven't read this author yet um Mm. that i got this excited about like i mean this is next level (laughs) amount of entertaining for me you got me excited
0: i think uh, i've known you long enough that i know when like this kind of energy something i just got i gotta check it out you know this word of mouth here it's working my mouth my words (laughs) That's your ears, Charles. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it is. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, All right. Well, is there anything else you need to say about Poppy War
1: before we go ahead and
0: and call it a day,
1: listeners? If you trust me, don't don't make the mistake I did and continue to wait on this series. (laughs) Go and read it. It's time. Wow. If you already had, you're smarter than I am.
0: Yeah, and take a look at our reading schedule if you want to read it along with me, anyway, and probably with Dylan a second time around. So yep. let's let's go, fam. Let's read. Let's read these books. Let's have that discourse. Let's um, revel in the wonder that is the
1: Poppy Wars. Let's revel. I mean, I don't want to go into wonder. it
0: with any bias, but I'm feeling good about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, go in ready for. Uh... <laughs> if, it's, if uh, i start reading
0: it and hating it i'm gonna be like, oh god this is gonna be old dylan's gonna <laughs> come at me oh yeah <laughs> it's not gonna be a safe place for you to have <laughs> oh, not yeah. like
1: the book jobs <laughs> uh, no, you would... know i do my best but <laughs> it, i don't know i don't know how i was legit trying to think because you know i'm always of the attitude of like there are things that it totally makes sense to just subjectively not like, even if I really like a book. I'm sure those things are are out there about this. I was, I just enjoyed it so much. I was having trouble thinking of any caveats of why wow. people wouldn't wouldn't like the the book. Well, I mean, I'm sure you could go the hype is there and has been
0: stuff. established. Yeah. Man, the 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 energy is. Is powerful. This is our emergency meeting. Thank you all for attending the emergency council.
1: And yes. the council has decided we will. Was in favor of me.
0: It was in favor of <laughs> Dylan's will. You know, Dylan's will tends to, um, tends to come into action here on the Friends Talking Fantasy <laughs> podcast. I watched three episodes of Curse for no reason. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. <laughs> But I think this time it'll work in both of our
1: favors, which is always a nice so is
0: always a nice thing to happen. Anything else before we get that sweet outro music going?
1: Get that sweet outro music going, Charles.
0: Get that sweet outro music going. Thank you everyone for attending the emergency meeting of the Friends Talking Fantasy Podcast. This has been your host Charles along with the ever persistent Dylan. <laughs>
1: ever persistent indeed I, i'm inspired by rin's persistence so i thought i'd come in with that same level well <laughs> of i've never
0: i've never heard of rin but i i can see the inspiration that she's put upon you so we will get excited get hyped if you want to add into this excitement feel free to reach out to us at a uh, friend's talking fantasy uh let's see Places, everywhere just Google Friends Talking Fantasy Podcast, but also we are the FTF Podcast at gmail.com. Send us a message. Uh, find us at the FTF Podcast on Instagram and the FTF Podcast number one on Twitter.
1: Yep, yeah, the
0: FTFPodcast.com too. Yep. Yeah. And greatest five stars it makes a difference, you know. So thank you all for listening and we appreciate you being here. And as always, friends, go forth and conquer, friends.